<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. I'm back in business, man. I know I always leave and then I come back and I say, we back in business, but we back in business. You know, uh, I'm going to just be honest with y'all, man. Podcast ain't for me. I'm doing this one, but but at the end of the day, I'm not passionate about it. I'm not passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? It's just me talking. You know? I'm passionate about stand-up. But podcasting, you know? It, it'd be people out here excited about podcasting, like excited. They're like, oh, I can't wait to do my next episode. I'd be like... I could do it or I can't. You know what I'm saying? It's whatever. Uh, I enjoy it, but it's not like, oh, I got to do another episode. Because I don't. And I think that, honestly, I think that's a big reason why, you know, I'm inconsistent with the output. You know, it's just, it, it, I have to feel it. Everything I do, I have to feel. I have to feel it. And so, you know, unfortunately for the fans of Verbal Cardio, um, I'm not feeling it that passionately where I'm just like, oh, I have to. So I will be honest, you know, I I kind of slack on verbal cardio. Uh, you know, I'm busy, of course, but I'm not that busy. I could be getting mad episodes done, but I'll be like, man, eh, I'll get around to it. That's the mindset. That's the mindset I have for verbal cardio. I'll get around to it. And I apologize for the people that's waiting you know, all 10 of you that are really waiting for verbal cardio every week. I apologize to y'all, but I'm just being honest, man. I'm I'm in a I'm in a filterless state of my life where I'm just being mad honest on all fronts out here. And it's a great feeling. And that, this is part of it. And with that honesty comes some sometimes stuff is going to hurt to hear. You know what I'm saying? But. I tell you, I'm not going to hurt my co-host, water. You know what I'm saying? Always got to have water on deck, man. Best drink of all time. Hmm. My co-host ain't tripping on the inconsistencies either because my co-host knows I rock with it consistently. So, you know, we we good, me and, me and the co-host. We good. But, you know. But, yeah, I'm out here filter-free, man, like, Living, living in, as a lot of people say on social media, living in your truth. <laughs> That's always a funny little saying for me. Living in your highest truth. Uh, I don't know what that really means, but if that means being honest with yourself and others and how you feel and how you feel about yourself, and then I guess I'm living in my highest truth. It just sounds real like... Uh, mystical and spiritual living in your highest truth like you gotta change your voice tone when you say living in your highest truth you can't be like are you living in your highest truth you can't say that aggressively you gotta be like are you living in your highest truth I don't know but yeah man been honest McGee out here on the streets man I recently um, you know I'm 40 now so uh, cancer's been on my mind Um, so plus I'm a hypochondriac, so I think everything is brewing in my body all at once. I feel like I got a a jambalaya of diseases. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, it's just it's just me. You know, I've always been panicky about that, and uh, yeah, I'm just like cancer, 
how you going to roll up? Because I feel like Kansas is waiting on me down an alley. And, I, I, you know, I'm always walking around. You know, I'll walk through an alley in a minute. And so I'll walk through that one alley and Kansas be like, you in the wrong part of town, Tony Bacon. Oh, shit. Colon Kansas, what you doing here? <laughs> what am I doing here? I've been here for quite some time. You just didn't notice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that to be the case. So I originally, uh, recently went to a dermatologist to get these moles looked at. Um, I went to my doctor to have him look at the moles. And it was funny when I went to get my moles looked at, how they just had me butt-ass naked in there. It was just an awkward vibe. It's awkward getting your skin looked at because they have you stripped naked pretty much and put on that little paper gown block piece. So I had that on, and it was like there's an opening on one side. And it's not like the the hospital gowns you see where people be staying there where it's like cloth or whatever. This is like paper. So you, they could just tear it open and just, you know, uh, you know, just look at look at your body, you know. And I'm just in there, and, you know, one side is like, you know, it'll cover everything. The other side is open. So I put it on where the front opened, you know, and the back was closed off. Usually you see people, the front is the front is closed off and the back is open. So he's looking for the moles and whatnot. I'm in there just butt-ass naked with the little paper towel robe cloth piece. And then, uh, you know, just I just felt, you know, and I'm just holding myself together just butt-ass naked. Like, you know, I feel like an exhibit. Like, yeah, let me let me get up in here and look at this. Okay, all right, let me feel that. And I'm like, uh, okay, okay. You know, I'm just holding myself. But he he saw two moles that probably looked suspicious. And so scheduled the appointment with the dermatologist, pulled up. So they confirmed, yeah, these do look suspicious. So I had to come in for like a mole shave off. So they, they shave off the moles and then they take a look at the root of the mole, I guess. So they took two off, one on my uh, right arm and one on my uh one on my uh, left chest piece, and uh, I haven't heard back, man. I'm waiting to hear back. I'm nervous, man. It's been, it's been over a week. Like I went in like last Tuesday, I think, and uh, it's Thursday now. Not the following Thursday. It's the the next week Thursday, and I'm just like, hmm. I wonder what's going on. So I'm nervous, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, this, this, I'm just getting started on the cancer screenings, man. This, this was the debut into this. The, look for cancer. Because, you know, I'm going to get my colon checked, man, prostate. I need to get all that looked at, man. Because, you know, cancer be, like I said, be pulling up in these alleys, man. Cancer just be waiting, just be standing in the alley waiting for you to come around the corner. Like, got your ass now. Oh, shit. It's prostate cancer. Oh, (laughs) you goddamn right it is, Tony Baker. I've been with you for some time now. You ain't even seen me. Oh, I didn't know. Well, you know now. You know, so it's like, ah. Stay on top of your health, people. Stay on top of your health. And uh, I got to get my ear checked out, too, man. I got, I, I got stuff I need to get checked out. I need to get my vocals checked, too, man, because my voice, my voice gets raggedy real easy now. And, you know, I want to make sure I'm using it properly or, you know, if there's something going on in there. I want to know about it because my voice is my, is my bread and butter. That's how I pay my bills. That's crazy. I pay my bills through my voice. That's crazy. And I don't know voiceover stuff. I don't get paid for that. Stand-up comedy. And, like, you know, 
That's how I pay my bills. And it's crazy, man. Thinking about that, like, man, my just the stuff I say, you know, gets my rent paid. It's a beautiful feeling. It's beautiful. But at the same time, it's surreal. It's just like, man, I ain't got to, right now anyway, I ain't got to work a job I hate to, you know, keep a roof over my head. That's a, that's a blessing and a half right there. I'm like, yo, thank you, Lord. Thank you. And Because I ain't passionate about nothing. Stand-up, yeah. You know, I really like acting. I like, you know, doing sketches and creating stuff. That's that's dope, but stand-up, man, that's the that's the one passion. Like last night, somebody asked me. I was a, a judge at the Roast Battle at the Comedy Store uh, Tuesday. I told uh, Brian Moses I would do it, came through, you know, and um, then when I was leaving, he's like, hey, man, I got a show in the belly room. You want to come up and do some talent? Like, who am I to turn down some stage time, you know? You know, non-paid gig, just just on the pull-up tip. And I was like, let's get it, man, because I don't turn down work. I don't back down from the from the stage work, you know, because I'm passionate about it. And so, uh, yeah, so I pulled up, and uh, here's the – they kept adding comedians, and, like, they kept adding comedians to the lineup. Like, you know, they, they text me the lineup, so, you know, the show starts at 1030, I was slated to be like six. You know, the host is going to do some time. Everybody going to do their allotted minutes. So, you know, when you give me the lineup and stuff, like I'm going to hold you to the lineup. I like I like the lineup to be accountable. And so, but it was people popping in, you know, working on this, working on that. So people getting bumped. And I, I just wasn't in the mood last night, man. I was just like, look, man, it's already late. And I already had to tear myself out the bed to go to this gig last night because I was tired. And, um, yeah, I pulled myself together and managed to yank myself out the bed to go down there and to keep getting pushed back because people were like, yeah, they want to work on their they, uh, set for this. Uh, such and which popped up. So it's going to be you. It's going to be two more than you. And then they come back again. All right, so it's going to be – Another two than than him than you. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go home. I'm gonna go ahead and go home, man. I don't need this. I don't need it, man. For one, it's not paid, and two, it's just I just really didn't. I don't want to be there all night getting bumped. And that's that's the one thing I take pride in my um. I take pride in the comedy show I do, Tony Baker and Friends, because it's bump free. It's a bump free zone. Like if you're a comedian on the line, if I booked you for Tony Bacon Friends, you're on the lineup, you're not getting bumped by anybody. I don't care who walk in. Dave Chappelle can be like, yo, put me up now, nigga. I'd be like, nah, you're gonna have to wait till everybody go up. That's that's facts. That's facts. Like I, I don't because I, I feel it's unfair. Like, you know, I feel like and you know, that's not to say anything about last night. It's just People been getting bumped on comedy shows for since I started, and I've been in nine years already. Um, bumping is part of the thing, but it's not going to be a part of my thing. Like you know, you were booked in advance, so you know this is the lineup. I'm gonna give you the lineup order, and boom, you can you can set your watch to it. I mean, it may be a, a minute or two off because I host the show, and I might you know go over time a little bit. But you you're not gonna have to worry about oh such and was just came in, he wanted to do his uh. It's Jimmy Kimmel set, so uh, I'm going to throw him up. Because there's always that chance that person is going up because they got a name. They're going to go up and do mad time, and now you're just waiting even longer. I don't, I don't want you to have to go through that on my show. You know what I'm saying? So no bumps. 
on Tony Baker and Friends, man. No bump free zone. Four comedians, we done. Um, uh, but yeah, so that was last night's uh, situation. So I went up to the comedy store for no reason, and uh, me and Sabrina, we went up, uh, went up a little creepy staircase in the comedy store because you know the comedy store got ghosts. So that's pretty much what we went up there for. We went up there to go up the dark staircase. And that's all I got out of. That's all I got out of leaving the house on the late night tip. And we drove around, you know what I'm saying, looking at some dope houses and some nice little scenery. But, you know, it was a waste of time ultimately. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there, you know. Uh, matter of fact, I got to make a doctor's appointment. Anyway, um, Super Bowl is coming up this Sunday, man. This Sunday night. The Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots will face off in a game of chess seen around the world. Um, I banned football this season. I boycotted it. So I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. Um, I'm not going to any Super Bowl parties. I'm going to just chill, man. And, you know, the Super Bowl commercials was, was a big draw and, like, but here lately, the Super Super Bowl commercials have been lackluster anyway, so I'm just like, I'm cool on those. And for the movie, the Super Bowl, I get excited about what movie previews and commercials they show. So that's what I'm that's what I'm usually waiting to see. All the other commercials, I could care less because I don't know who's coming with what, and it's just turned into a celebrity driven uh, spectacle. Let's put as many celebrities in these commercials as we possibly can. That's all it is. So the regular actors like myself, you know, we we getting shut out because all these huge celebrities are doing these Super Bowl ads. I'm like, man, come on, man. Can we get can we get a piece of the pie? You already getting money. You already getting money. You already big. Let us dabble in these commercial monies, man. Just greedy with it. Big time celebs. Stay out these Super Bowl ads, man. Let us get ours. And but anyway, these commercials have been hit and miss, way more missed than hit. So it's like, all right, I'm cool on the Super Bowl. So um I do want the Eagles to win. I will say that. I do want the Philadelphia Eagles to win this thing. Because I'm just tired of the Patriots, man. I'm tired of looking at them. I'm tired of them being in the Super Bowl. I'm just sick of it, man. The New England Patriots. Or the LeBron James of football. You just I'm tired of seeing you in the final game. Okay? LeBron been in the finals just every year for damn near a decade. And I'm just tired of looking at it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see LeBron in the finals this season. I just don't want to see it. I don't want to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I don't want to see LeBron in the finals again. Let, let somebody let the Bulls get in there. Yes, I know we we got a horrible record. We got beat by the Portland Trail Blazers just last night. But still, man, sick of it. Because you know the Warriors are going. And I'm not tired of the Warriors yet. But, you you know, and the, and the, and the Cavs have been on the struggle. This has been struggle city for the Cavaliers. And I think they won last night. But this has been struggle, struggling like my beard. And, um, you know, Boston is looking real good in the East. You know, Toronto Raptors, you can't turn your back on them. But uh, I'm just tired of LeBron, man. All right, we get it. You're good. But quit going to the finals all the goddamn time. Jeez. I sound like a hater probably, but I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Let's get, let's get some new flavors in here, man. Um, But, yeah, the Super Bowl. Is it going to be hard for me to resist? Nah, not really. 
Um, I miss football this year, though. I, I will say that. I miss football, man. Not watching games. Like, even though the, the Bears stress me out every year, I miss watching the Bears, man. Oh, man, we had a scrub season. But, you know, I missed it. Like, football is my favorite sport. So it was hard for me to turn my back on it. But I had to, man. I was like, man, I don't like how – I don't like how they just reacted to all that stuff. So I was like, you know what? And I don't know if I'm ever going back to football. The way the way they acted, man, come on, man. Not feeling that. All this extra, all this extra patriotism attached to football. It's just it's just extra, man. It's over the top. And you know, I got love for this country for sure. But let, let's cut let's cut the shit, man. Let's cut the shit. Let's cut the let's cut the. Oh, we going to overlook the blemishes and the whack stuff we do just for patriotism. I'm not built like that. I call out bullshit. I call out bullshit too much, I think. Like, if you do something I don't like or you do something, I can't I can't let you ride. I, I can't let it ride. Like, I'll be like, yo, nah, man, you, if I don't trust you, I'll let you know. If you slacking, I'll let you know. And a lot of people don't want to be reminded of stuff. And, you know, that that's probably a fault of mine. Like, I'm too much of a reminder of stuff. Like, yo, remember when you did that's I got to work on that. Like, my boy Doughboy told me that. Because, you know, Doughboy would, Doughboy would dip in and out of stand-up comedy. Like, for the first couple times, I let it ride. Like, hey, man, stay in this. But then eventually I just get fed up. And it's like, I don't believe you no more. And that that'd be my thing. Like, I don't believe everything I hear. So it's like. I'm, I'm big on action, and, you know, the words are just words. So I'm just like, uh So you be like, I'm back, Tony Baker. I'm back in these comedy streets. Uh, are you really back? And he said on his live the other day, Tony Baker, man, he always reminds me of the faults. Just just say, you know what I'm saying, give me the encouragement now. But I'm, I'm already, I'm already tainted, man. I'm like, I'm already just done i'm like ah oh, oh, you, you played me too many times if i get played too many times i can't i can't give you the positive reinforcement you're looking for until you prove it with action that's that's how i roll you know what i'm saying because I'll, I'll be tainted i'll be like uh what's the word i'm looking for man where you just um uh not tainted but just jaded i'd just be jaded like you know i don't know man you said you was gonna come back to stand up and you left yet again like I can't I can't let that ride without me stating that you know and a part of me and a part of me in my probably misguided attempt to motivate I hold you accountable for what you did in the past and I, I want you to beat it I want you to surprise me I want you to prove me wrong always when I say man you gonna quit again that's that's me saying please don't quit again you know because the please don't quit again didn't work. When I said, do your thing, man, I believe in you. You fumble the ball. So I just be keeping it real. Just to, just to protect my soul and my heart. I'll be like, man, you just going to do it again. I don't know, man. But uh, I hope those boy don't get back out of stand-up comedy again. But I, I got to be honest. He might do it again. You know what I'm saying? So that's just part of the, the filter-free Tony Baker that's out here that's 40 years old and filter free, man. Man, I want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Because the Eagles, here's my here's my, here's my my history with the Eagles. Uh, I grew up a Bears fan in Chicago, you know. And then you kind of come at a crossroads sometimes. 
you come at the crossroads where you either you either want to go against the grain because everybody around you is on a certain page and you just want to be on a different page or you fully embrace, you know, you, you fully embrace all that. Me, I went through a phase where I was just like, you know, wanted to go against the grain. I remember going against the Bulls for the for the Trailblazers for like a few months just because I was just tired of all Bulls all the time. I wanted to force myself to stand out. But no, I'm going for the Trailblazers because I like Clyde Drexler at the time. But, you know, it wasn't heartfelt. It was just like, no, 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 no. It's Bulls all the time. Yeah, yeah, we get it, Jordan, this, that, and the third. Because I'm in Chicago. So it's just – that's all it is. But then, you know, I was just, I was just forcing that, though. And uh, I did that with football. Um, you know, I was a Bears fan, but I was just, like, forcing something else. I was just like, man, you know what? I'm going to go for these Eagles. Because at the time, I liked Randall Cunningham. And, like, uh, I, even, I even went so far as to get an Eagles jacket. Like, I got a, I got a Philadelphia Eagles starter coat. Uh, it was them starter jackets that had like kind of the blank, the uh, the plain front, and then they had the symbol for the team on the back. I got a black one. It had an eagle holding the football on the back. Um, I went that far with it, and um, you know, so I was like, "Yeah, Eagles, man!" But then I was like, "You know what? It's, it's still Bears at the end of the day." You know what I mean? And a big part of it too, I didn't like the Bears color. I never liked the Bears colors. Like, it looks dope on a football helmet, but that blue and orange is too hard to match stuff up with. And I was like, damn it, man. I can't, I can't match up properly. You, you just got to own the, the ridiculousness of the robust colors. But it's hard to match. I ain't got no orange shoes. I, I remember I had some Bears shoelaces that I used to wear um, when I was working at Dairy Queen. I used to wear these Bears shoelaces. And... Um, yeah, but it's it's hard to match. You you can't match it. So I was like, ah. But then, so the Eagles became like my second favorite team, man. Like I was really rocking with the Eagles, and uh, I I've been digging them ever since. And uh, it's funny too, like you know, finding out that my biological father played for the Eagles was crazy. Like you played for the Eagles. He played for the Bears, the Eagles, and the Seahawks, and these were three teams. I liked for some reason before I even knew, you know, the real story about him. I like these teams for some reason. That's crazy. And once I found out, I was like, oh, that explains something. So I'm wondering, too, what was my connection with the Portland Trailblazers at the time? Now I'm thinking, like, yo, what, what did, do I have a do I have a relative that has a connection with the Portland Trailblazers now? Now I'm thinking, like, yo, what's the real? Um so yeah, so I was like, yo, so so he played for all three of these teams. That's crazy, man. And so um so I've been rocking with the Eagles ever since. I know uh that's my brother in law Lamar's uh team, the Eagles. And I remember when they went to the Super Bowl a while back and lost to the Patriots, I was bummed out. I wanted them to win. I wanted Donovan McNabb to get that young Super Bowl ring. That would have been dope. Um so I hope they get it this time, man. I like Philly as a city. That's no disrespect to Massachusetts. Uh, I've been to Boston. I like Boston too. Um, but she almost moved to Massachusetts. Um, 
that's my connection with Massachusetts. My first girlfriend was from uh, the Boston area, Taunton, Mass, to be exact. And uh, we had talked about, you know, me moving out there, but I, I, I never, I never made the move. It's like once, once they went back, because we were, we were dating each other while in New Mexico, and then once they moved back, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna move out there. So that's pretty much how we broke up. And um, yeah, so I could have been in Massachusetts. I could have been out there with no emotion at Patriot Games. Who knows? But um, yeah, and it's crazy too because uh, I like the Celtics for a bit too when it was Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, uh, Paul Pierce. I liked the Celtics uh, during that time. You know, the Bulls was my team. But um, I wanted the Celtics. I wanted the Celtics to, if the Bulls didn't win, I wanted the Celtics to do so. As you know, I was anti-Laker. Uh, I still don't like the Lakers, man. I do not like the, the Lakers. I just don't. I don't like their colors. I don't like the jerseys. I just don't like the Lakers, man. I don't know what it is. I know I live in L.A. You know, you, you gotta, I ain't got to do shit. I don't like the Lakers. So, um, that's where I'm at. And, oh, snap. And I just want, I really want the Eagles to take this, man. I want the Eagles to get this first ring. I want them to get this first ring. And the Patriots, I want them to just sit down, man. I don't want to see y'all in the Super Bowl after this. Even though I'm not watching football, I'm, I'm keeping up. I still know who had what record. I was still keeping up. I was keep, I was in the bushes. I was in the shrubberies of the NFL looking through the bushes, looking through the blinds, like, what they doing in there? I wasn't watching games, but I was keeping up with records. I was like, oh, so, oh okay, all right, you know. I was lurking, I'll say that. You know how people lurk your Instagram page? I was lurking the NFL, for sure. I just wasn't watching no games. But, man, I'm just, you know, I've had it with the Patriots. We're done. We're good on you guys. Sit down somewhere. And, you know, nobody trusts Tom Brady. People outside of the Patriots fanhood. We trust we, we trust Tom Brady to get the job done. But in the black community, like I don't know if I can trust this guy, man. He might not like us deep down. He might not like us deep down, man. That that's that's a thought that I have. Like he might not like us deep down. I can't I can't trust him, man. Anybody that like Trump, I can't trust you, man. Trump is president. I can't trust you. Even though you may mean well, you might you honestly might not harbor a racist bone in your body, and you really just might be all about that paper. But I can't trust you, man. I gotta look at you with the side eye, man. I gotta look at you like how a pigeon looks at you, just watching you from the side, man. I can't trust it. And Tom Brady's on that list. Oh, make a make America great again. I don't know, man. Can't be trusted. But I'm tired of seeing Brady's punk ass in the Super Bowl. I know that much. It's time for it's time for new blood. It's time for new blood in these Super Bowls. It's time for new blood in these NBA championships. Let's mix it up, man. I want to see a Super Bowl that consists of the Chicago Bears against the Chicago Bulls. That's the Super Bowl I want to see. Put the NBA players in some football uniforms and let's go. Or we'll do the Chicago Bears versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Let's go. That's a Super Bowl I'm watching right there. No? Y'all not feeling my plan? All right. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah, man. So, that's where I'm at in life, man. I, I kept it mad real in this podcast. I let y'all know that 
I'm not passionate about verbal cardio. I do I do like it. I do have feelings for it. Uh, but I'm not passionate about it. But uh, I'm going to keep them coming, though. I'm going to keep them coming as best I can. And I, I want to thank everybody that truly rocks with verbal cardio. Um, but, you know, I had, I, had to, I had to keep it real with y'all. And, like, uh, I'm scared about the doctor's results on this, uh, these moral checks. I'm still waiting on them to call me. Call me, guys. Still waiting on that. And, um, you know, still out here, man. Next episode, I'm going to talk more about uh, my dietary changes because uh, I, really, I really altered the way I eat. And uh, I want to talk more about that with you guys. Fill y'all in on that. And, uh, but I'm going to save that for the next episode. Um, as usual, guys, uh, I truly appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm sorry I'm so raggedy with the, with the output. Um, I apologize. And, uh, but I, I truly appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. Um, also, um, you can find me on SoundCloud. Uh, you can find Tony Baker Comedy on Instagram. Uh, Tony Baker Comedy on Snapchat, even though I rarely Snapchat. Tony Baker Comedy on Facebook, but I had to do, uh, I had to make an alternate page since Facebook shut me down. It's the uh, Tony Baker Comedy page on Facebook now. Um, so I had that. Um, and as always, man, please, when I post about verbal cardio on my Instagram, pull up in the comments section and let me know what you want me to talk about in future episodes. I'm always open to, you know, answer some of the topics that I want me to touch on. And, uh, yeah, man, all things Tony Baker comedy, man. And don't forget, man, check your city because we're doing the Real Comedians of Social Media Tour with me, Kev, on stage and to hear more. We going all across the country, man. So uh, check on my Instagram page, check the schedule, and buy your tickets now. Like, cause you know these shows are selling out. We didn't sold out five or six cities already. So don't snooze, cause if you snooze, you lose. And don't be trying to text me or slide in my DMs. Like, are there any? You should have got the tickets when I told you. So uh, check that out, man. And thank y'all for tuning in. Um, every time and even caring about the podcast, I truly appreciate it. And uh, thank you. Oh, before I even say that, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube page. Please subscribe to my YouTube page. That's 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 a major focus. And I'm passionate about my YouTube page. So uh, please don't forget to subscribe, share and comment in my YouTube page. And uh, and as usual, man, thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal guardian.